that like can you get it at TNT or something or no? I don't think so. No, you gotta go no. direct. He's interested. Yeah. But then again, he's interested in everything. Sure. So I don't really know what that says, you know? Yeah, I wish I knew the name of that uh, snack, but we'll Whoa. find out. I mean it says right here, you know. <laughs> Muck rim me. Okay. Can you point it to the camera? I'm gonna do some research right now. Here we go. I mean, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. Oh, this is like a brand maybe because I'm seeing like a lot of cooked foods as well. That must be a brand. So the product must be Tam Gia V. Because it looked like it looks like it has sauce on it or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, oh, it's wait. like a powdery sugar. Wait, this is a bit different. Oh, is this is this squid? No, no it's uh, I think it's coconut. Okay, I'm then this is I can't find it. I can't find it anywhere. Maybe I'm... it's coconut like. Bigger than shavings, but it's also sweetened. Are you positive that's what it says? Because I mean, if you search these things, it's not what you're getting. Well, go try it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try it. Okay, hang on. I'm going down I to the bottom I think it's like here. a little dessert from Vietnam. A if anyone knows what it is. Trying. I'm just like putting... Oh, maybe I'm closer now. No. Desiccated coconut? Is that what it is? Hmm. This this is a a real experiment here. Hmm. It smells floral. Okay. Is it sweet? Yeah, it's sweet for sure. Okay. It's like a... It's like a sugar coconut. Okay. I mean, it's good. No, look, the squid is right here. But it's not squid. It's coconut. You're saying that's just their logo? Maybe. How do you know it's not coconut-flavored squid? <laughs> Does it taste like squid? No. It's not chewy. No, it doesn't at all. It's good. Yeah? Yeah. Is there a good. coconut flavor? Yeah, to it's it? good. Okay. Cool, man. Whatever it is. Product of Vietnam. Whatever it is, it's delicious. Somebody please let us know what the hell we're doing here. We're oh, in desperate need. On? But you've eaten it, no? I think I've tried it a long time ago. Yeah. It actually is a lot like the coconut chips that I had. Except in this case, it has like a powdered, sugary yeah. exterior. Yeah. Like it's tossed in some kind of uh, sweet, like this powder at the bottom. Like almost, it's almost like a powdered sugar. It is, yeah. I would, I would say. Um, okay. Yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> it's, it's, no one in the <laughs> chat can decipher 
Somebody says, okay, we better talk about coconut now for one hour and then Elon next. <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, you know this show too well, don't you? So here's the thing about coconut. I was walking down the street, hitting the head by a coconut. Tracked by a coconut. Uh, um, no, Mo is not sick. He's he's or maybe he's sick. I don't know if he's <laughs> he's in Las Vegas, right? Or is that is he? I don't know. No, probably not anymore. I don't know. He's probably back by now. Yeah, that's right. He went. Can't. Is that doxing somebody if you say like what city they're in on vacation? I don't mind that. If it's in the city, that's not really doxing. It's a big area, specific restaurant or something. Then that's doxing. Hotel. I wonder what the parameters of doxing actually are. Yeah. If anyone ever came, if anyone ever came up with the specifics, obviously addresses and. You're right. Specific restaurant because there were those cases. There were those stories where, and I don't remember the most recent one. I think we talked about it, talked about it on the show where someone was on social media and they're like, I'm eating at this restaurant, check out my jewelry. And then next thing you know, someone is yeah. killing them and robbing them because they saw it on their social media. Yeah. I think that's what happened to a couple rappers. Um, so. <laughs> Mo is sick in Vegas. <laughs> Yeah, a couple of rappers, right? Yeah. Is that what you said? Was it was it King Vaughn or something? It's dangerous, man. It's dangerous. You've got that kind of got that kind where that wearing that amount of cash on you, and yeah, this isn't the one I was thinking of, but it may have been the same story. It happened a couple times. Yeah, that people figured out the location based on social media posts. And effectively, do, uh, individuals, do, I guess, doxing themselves, but uh-huh. also anybody could, I guess, if they spot somebody, probably they could just be like, this person is here right now. Yeah. Got an expensive watch or whatever uh-huh. it is. Uh-huh. But yeah, normally the city itself is not specific enough, I think, to constitute mm-hmm. a, a dox, um, accusation of a dox. Yeah. As long as the city's big enough. City... Park? Is that <laughs> too not, specific? Yeah, is park. A, a specific okay. park is that's Doxy. What about Central Park? Doxy. Yeah. I would okay. say. All right. Okay. I would say you get people on high alert in one park. People that want to do harm. I would say you're in you're in Doxy land. I saw this story actually developing, and it was such an awkward story. It was such yeah. a weird, like hard to characterize type of story. Obviously. The situation over there at, at Twitter with the employees and the layoffs and all that stuff, mm. it, it was just enormous. Like, they laid off, I don't know, 50 per, more than 50%, yeah. I think, of the staff. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. whoa. It's, it's kind of unprecedented in this space. So Elon comes over and basically kind of cleans it out. I guess it, I don't, it's probably not unprecedented. I'm sure it happens in with uh, as far as companies are 
concerned, but this is obviously a very high-profile case. And the latest in the high-profileness is this social media exchange between Elon himself and a former employer, employee, sorry, slash maybe not an employee. It was, all, it was very complicated. So yeah. uh, this individual here, Heralder Thorlifson. Yeah, from, also known as Holly. Who's, I think, from... Iceland. Uh, Iceland, right? Yeah. Also known as Holly. And, and so, okay, so he created a product at one point in time which was sold to Twitter. Twitter bought... It was kind of like a full-service agency. It's like a design firm? Firm. In a way? Yeah, okay, firm. Yeah. Let's just say firm. It's called... Uh, Ueno? Ueno, Uno... Okay. Ueno. 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 I started an agency called Ueno. I ran it for seven years before it was acquired by Twitter in 2021. So pr pretty recent. Mm -hmm. I also I also started Bueno. 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 <laughs> a nonprofit that donates money to good people doing good things at U Ueno. Bueno. Maybe it's just Bueno. Because if you've got Bueno and you take oh, out the yeah, B. Yeah, yeah. Was designed, uh, we designed digital brands and experiences for companies like Airbnb, Apple, ESPN, Dropbox, Facebook, Google, New York Times, Oculus, PayPal, Uber, Venmo, Visa, Walmart, and many more. He's well known in that's the a, design community. Well, that's a who's who. Yeah. That might be a who, you might call that a who's who of brands to work for. I've also won some design awards and then. Person of the year. Yeah. Awards. Person of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Iceland. And he gives back. Iceland Person of the Year 2022. I now work, work at Twitter where I led an innovation team and among others spearheaded communities on the platform as well as the long-awaited edit button. I also tweet a lot on there and make music and put wheelchair ramps in. Uh, Reykjavik yeah. worked towards that. He is in a wheelchair himself himself he has mm -hmm. muscular dystrophy muscular atrophy often Ashes. called muscular dystrophy the one i have is called disfur disfurling linopathy disfurlinopathy linopathy okay so he wait a second can you go back to that for one moment sometimes i talk at events i gave a talk at figma config about function and feeling, and I talked at awards. Okay, the reason I only bring that up is because of the Figma comment, which was on the Twitter exchange, which I was a bit confused by. Maybe I'm supposed to know what's going on here. Somebody's going to fill me in. But anyway, he goes on Twitter and says, hey, am I fired? More or less. Yeah. There was obviously some, some different words there, but he says, hey, am I fired? Because I'm locked out of my email. Which, and it's been a quite a while. A couple of weeks. Which kind of means you're fired most of the time. Yeah. I would assume. But there was no official release. No official. Just a lot of layoffs in general at the company and speculation that he had been himself fired. So he goes to Twitter and just says, hey, I haven't heard from HR. I'm assuming I'm fired, but am I? Well, I don't know. I just, dear Elon Musk, nine days ago... The access to my work computer was cut, along with about 200 other Twitter employees. However, your head of HR is not able to confirm if I am an employee or not. <clears throat> You've not answered my emails. Maybe if enough people retweet, 
you'll answer me here. Uh, now this got six, uh, 6,500 retweets. And sure enough, the answer came there. Elon goes right for it. He does not waste time and says, what work have you been doing? Man, well, I don't expect any less from him. I like, know. He's a busy guy. Uh, but it's know? just so blunt, isn't it? Yes. It, 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 it almost sounds like the undertone is, if you were so important, I'd already know who you were. Mm. Like, oh. That's how I read it. It's kind of, what work have you been doing is, whatever work you've been doing, I'm unaware of. So... Either, either. I mean, you could read it two ways, and obviously, it's it's just a simple sentence. But you could read it two ways: either Elon saying, "Hey, fill me in because I should know," or he's saying, "I am not familiar with you or your work, and therefore, mm -hmm. I question the importance of it." Mm -hmm. But the therefore part was just me uh, reading into it. Obviously. Okay, yeah, as you do. Then he says, I would need to break confidentiality to answer this question here. If you have your lawyer's share in writing that I can do that, then I'd be happy to discuss openly. To which Elon replies, uh, it's approved. You go ahead. Mm -hmm. So now you know it's about to get spicy because he says, you go ahead. He basically like, never mind these lawyers. Nothing's coming in writing. I am the writing. You understand? Yeah, I approve of everything. And, uh, I own this company, yeah. this platform. I own these tweets right here. So hurry up. <laughs> okay. Whoa. I haven't heard that. Hold on, I gotta. I gotta. I haven't heard get that. Get the door for a second here. Oh, keep, get keep the talking. door. Oh, I see. I see. That's why he barked. Uh, among others, so this he goes ahead and answers the question. The question being, what work have you done? And the answer is, among others, led the effort to save about 500000 on one SAAS contract, supported closing down many, uh, many others, led prioritization of design projects across the company to make sure we were able to deliver with a small team, led design crits to help level up design across the company, was hiring manager for all design roles, Worked on efforts to steer the company away from focusing on power users and on to younger users because our user base is aging. Elon is looking for clarification. He replies saying, level up from what design to what? <laughs> Picks or it didn't happen. I think the level up uh, wording was very specifically identified there. I think that was extremely intentional mm -hmm. that this is the corporate type of language. Will, what do you do? What do you do around here? I level it up. Mm -hmm. I just am leveling things. I just level it up. Yeah. I'm like, uh, specifically leveled it up. It used to be level two. It's level four. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like sick. I mean, that sounds uh, level four sounds better than level two. I don't. I'm not. I don't really know uh, how this video game works with the leveling of things. Sure, yeah. And how we quantify it. That we have success metrics that don't normally follow level lines. 
like in like we're playing Overwatch or something. Sure. Grandmaster style. Uh-huh. Leveled up design to Grandmaster status. I'm like, hmm, okay. All right. Sounds pretty sick. I don't know who qualified it, but anyway. So Elon goes, level up from what design to what picks or it didn't happen. So he's skeptical. We haven't hired design roles in four months. In other words, implying if you're a manager for hiring all design roles, we're not doing that now or soon. And then he goes on to say, what changes did you make to help with the youths? So he likes that one. He likes that one, you see, because that one is direct in its regular language, mm-hmm. which is let's fo- focus on younger users because our user base is aging. So he's like, okay, cool. Like, how do we do that? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that sounds good. I feel like that's pretty obvious. If you said that to me, Will, if you're like, I'm leading an effort to uh, focus on our younger users because our user base is aging if you said that uh-huh. i'd be like hmm. carry on i'd be like wow <laughs> sick dude that's pretty cool man yeah. um but he proceeds to kind of make fun of he proceeds to make fun and this is where elon always gets the criticism on the other side is from leaning in and and pub and maybe the what can I say? Like, uh, not drawing that distinction between the public and the private. Like you're on Twitter right now and you're Mr. Twitter and you're also Mr. Elon. Mm. And it's like, it's like, this is where the social awareness and, and, and aspect comes in. Anyway, he gets critiqued saying you shouldn't do this in public. What's going on here? You're calling somebody out who's trying to find out if they're employed or not. Meanwhile, the person who created this thread is, um, Alex Cohen, who works at Twitter. What do you mean he created the thread? Well, he created... He, cre- he created this, the screenshots. He, he took screenshots. I mean, a lot of people were talking about it. You could follow it natively anyway, but... Oh, yeah. He but, says... He, but then the conversation um, between Elon and Holly went into this thread. Yeah, because it got screenshotted, and then yeah. that went viral, like 20 million views. And then but he... This, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Well, the this guy, Alex Cohen... He's like, what's going on? Like, what's wrong with both of you in a way? It's just like, this is not how we do things, right? Like, just publicly. If, if they want to talk, they should do it. Yeah, but even, e- even his part is weird because his initial tweet is, this is the funniest, this is the most entertaining exit yeah, interview I've ever witnessed. Yeah, he tries to make witnessed. it less awkward. But it's like, well, I don't know if it's making it less awkward. I think it is entertaining to people because we don't see these things typically play out in public. And I think Elon is is of the impression that more people should know how the about transparency, open source, whatever. That's been such a such a talking point as far as this Twitter takeover. You uh, Twitter files like you're going to know everything and how it's going on and. When it gets really personal, though, that kind of changes in terms of transparency. Yeah. It doesn't look good for either of them. So anyway, the point, Twitter. he replies, Eli replies to the criticism from the guy who says at first, hey, he's, at first he says, hey, this is super entertaining, and then follows it up with the next tweet saying it's kind of messed up. Then Elon replies saying the reality is, that this guy, who is independently wealthy, he probably looked up what the acquisition was of the the company, the sale. the sale when Twitter bought it in 2021, did no actual work, 
claimed as his excuse that he had a disability that prevented him from typing, yet was simultaneously tweeting up a storm. Can't say I have a lot of respect for that. So that is now, it's no longer joking around. Now you're making a pretty direct criticism publicly of this person. Alex responds saying it's obvious he did all middle management work from that exchange, but I personally would not put an ex-employee on blast and force them to prove their worth in front of 100 million plus people. By the way, this Alex Cohen, I believe, is a previous Twitter employee because it says previous director of badge access at Twitter. Okay, so he worked at Twitter. Unless that's a joke. That could be a joke in 2023. Mm-hmm. That's That could be the way people's humor is. Maybe someone can look it up. He has prominent... He has a prominent active Twitter account and is wealthy. The reason he confronted me in public was to get a big payout. From what I've been told, he's done almost no work for the past four months, middle management or otherwise, despite his claims on Twitter that he did work. It turns out he told HR that he couldn't work because he couldn't type, but was over the same period typing up a storm on Twitter. Yet there are many people on Twitter defending him. This hurts my faith in humanity. Oh, so it was kind of a little bit, uh, a, a, a little bit casual at first, and then it got very specific and very critical. Mm-hmm. And it just straight up said, "No, thank you." And, and I mean, that is the the definition of putting on blast. It's some of those tweets viewed uh, millions of times. You know, and you got to believe it would affect uh, this person's ability here to. Well, it just it wouldn't wouldn't be. Anyway, that's enough about me. Yeah, the reason I asked you in public is because you or anyone else at Twitter didn't reply to my my private messages. You had every right to lay me off, but it would have been nice to let me know. As for my disability, I wrote about that here. Um, there was a couple digs on Elon you know, from this guy as well. So they were going back and forth. Yeah. They were like, he's like, I have two wonderful kids. Maybe you should uh, take my advice and visit them sometimes. Kind of stuff like that. Whoa. Personal stuff. Are you sure? Can you show me that? Is that where it went? Um, Is that where it went? Are you sure, Will? At a certain point, yeah. It got really... uh, It's hard enough to find uh, these threads here but i'll tell you what i told them i'm not able to do manual work i told hr i hope this helps yeah well i believe you will if you read it i, I don't know it's it's hard to find what you're talking about on twitter <laughs> obviously well i don't know i guess it just ends up looking ugly and the truth is that a lot of people elon is so huge Anytime some kind of controversy goes down, there's so much business around it that now there's going to be a lot of interviews here and there's going to be a lot of employees that may not be happy with the way it went down. And I really don't know, but it seems obvious to me that the way Elon approaches things is so damn matter of fact that that can easily be perceived as a lack of sensitivity Mm. and this is not unique in this space in the tech ceo space it has been a criticism in the past of elon and others 
that there's a lack of kind of humanness, whatever you would sympathy. I don't know something like this. And he may be the, the most far out example of that, of just attempting at all times to call it the way it is at the expense of possibly people's feelings. Mm-hmm. So depending where you land on that, it's going to determine how much you're into what he's putting out or how much you're critical of it. But he was, it, it appears to me that, uh, the 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 way in which he kind of said I'm laid off that's fine, and his, his kind of lack of surprise that he'd been laid off like when he got his email he it seems to me and again this is pure speculation that he kind of saw the writing on the wall that he kind of assumed just more content and accepting of that fact like but in, maybe that's his personality maybe he's just a very kind person that he just realized it's it's possible will but if if and i know everything is like a lot of stuff is remote these days Mm -hmm. but if you are actively involved in critical kind of and these are these companies are way bigger than than this company that we're in but if you're actively involved in critical actions on a daily basis then you're gonna know when you're fired you're not gonna have to guess right yeah (laughs) because you're no longer going to be doing that Mm -hmm. and but it is interesting to me that like in 2023 people's email inbox is kind of their exclusive path it is their the entirety of their tasks on some days and being locked out might be the first sign and and that's not a great way to communicate that either so i don't know it's it's obviously a tough topic and and uh but, you know, you have somebody in the chat here that says it's a business, not a daycare. Well, that's true as well. It's a business, not a daycare. Uh, people are going to be on different ends of the spectrum when it comes to their feelings around this type of thing. You're, you're still hunting for something. Well, here. I'm just, well, he finally apologized, which is the, the main story. Elon apologized. What, where's the apology? Uh, Mr. Rus- Musk replied, based on your comment, I did a video call. To figure out what's real versus what I was told, it's a long story. Better to talk to people than communicate via tweet. Well, and then and that's true. I mean, yeah, tweeting kind of sucks. I'm not gonna lie. As much as e- Mr. Elon would tell you that Twitter is fantastic stuff is happening there, I, I mean, I felt for a really long time that it's actually a terrible interface for communication because of the lack of nuance and the, the inability to sense if a person is joking or not. Mm-hmm. And I think in some ways, the platform itself leads to misunderstanding, contributes to misunderstanding. And so, yes, of course, you're going to have a call with somebody and it's going to you're, you're going to have way more texture there. And it, and it should happen as quickly as possible when you're dealing with serious matters that, that you should be transitioning conversations away from these small little text blurbs and towards something that has full resolution, like an actual voice conversation. Uh-huh. I, I can completely agree with that. Should it should have happened at some point earlier there. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't change the fact that, you know, I mean, this is a, a, internal corporate stuff. People get fired, and a lot of people got fired, and it's not exclusive to this individual. You had the other lady who got fired after sleeping on the floor. She was, yeah. And and actually, 
she was getting dunked on and i i kind of liked her response she's like so you dunk on me for uh working hard and and getting laid off more more so than somebody who didn't work hard and got laid off and they're the cool ones like oh sorry about that a lot of things are flipped right now a lot of things are goofy right now well how are you gonna dunk on somebody they're like oh you were loyal to this guy and no i mean in that case, she showcased to the world she's she's down to work at least. Maybe they go a different direction, but how can that be a negative? Mm-hmm. Down to try? Is trying not cool, Will? Is that where we're at? I hope not. I hope everyone tries. Listen, man, if trying becomes uncool, we got big, big problems. Mm-hmm. Oscar-winning documentarian Alex Gibney's next subject is Elon Musk. Well, there you go. This is going to be part of it. That last Twitter exchange is going to be make its way. I don't even know what you choose to put in and not put in. and what There's so much. And what degree of access you're going to be allowed. Uh-huh. The director behind investigations into Enron, Stuxnet, Theranos, and more is now looking into one of the biggest personalities in tech, um, you got to go back. You're going to have to go to PayPal. You're going to have to go to the early days of Tesla mo- making moves around Silicon Valley. Um, so much footage. It's a lot to cover. Oh, yeah. I mean, there is footage out there. I know you can find like that old clip post PayPal or right around PayPal time where he's getting the McLaren delivered. Mm. I don't know if you've seen that one with his first wife. Mm. But man, if you bring in ex-wives and stuff, that's... insanely spicy and they're probably willing to talk i can't imagine this coming off i hope i hope there's an attempt at a neutral or balanced thing that for each individual you have that comes on with animosity you're also balancing that out to a degree because it might be hard to watch Mm -hmm. if it's all if it's like a complete puff piece where it's like this this person is is superman or iron man or whatever yeah you don't want to watch that and you also don't want to watch two hours of people just shitting on him so you're trying to find that middle ground i'm curious about how they're going to do that like on one hand maybe this director can get access to elon and maybe become friends but then you get a biased documentary on the other hand like if they're not like if he's not really into kind of being buddy buddies and having the access with Elon, then it's going to be kind of more of like a bland documentary. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So how are they going to do this with someone who is just very like there's drama surrounding him, like a lot of it. So this is the diff- there's a difficulty with documentary filmmaking in general is it's I mean, yes, you're trying to tell a story, you're shooting footage, you're making a movie. But there's so many unknowns going into it as far as, like, how you're going to be able to execute that and what your content is going to look like that you have to work with in order to shape things. And as far as acquiring new content and the people you're going to be able to secure for interviews, and it's a real, it's a complex, comprehensive art form. To put together a documentary that you feel is a an accurate or close representation of reality trying to tell a real story using real people it's just so different and in my opinion underappreciated i think it's this mixture of 
organization, coordination, artisticness, filmmaking. It's like it's And what is the big picture? What is um like Elon supposed to represent in this movie or documentary? Well, hopefully hopefully the goal is just to tell his story. Ideally, yeah. like the story of who this guy is and and what he has done and and how he's interacted with people and who he is as a person and so forth and mm. but again that can that can take a number of different pathways based on who you choose to interview and how they feel about him i mean you've sure. seen documentaries before obviously yeah suspected thieves used a tesla as a getaway vehicle but they were caught just 15 minutes away because they had range anxiety and they needed to stop and charge. This is one of those reasons why Teslas kind of suck to steal as well. Yeah, you can't really drive too long of a range. Well, it's not just that. It's also they're stationary for extended periods. It's not like a gas station where mm. you're, you're only needing three, four minutes to fill up, tap a card and move on. You might not even need to go into the place to pay. So lower evidence. You might have got captured on the cameras with a stolen plate, let's say, but you're already gone. Here, charging a Tesla, as convenient as the number of charge stations might be, you're still sitting there for 15, 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. Well, now you're stationary. If there's a report comes back. That's so stressful. And if the report comes back as a Tesla, all you have to do is stake out the different Tesla chargers. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> It's just a little too obvious, the whole thing. Now, granted, if these people were tremendously organized, they may already have mapped out a place to charge that isn't a public charge station, but instead is concealed. I'm not trying to give people tips here on how to steal well, things, did. but I'm just saying, you know, you got to consider this stuff. Two people accused of stealing $8,000 worth of merchandise used the Tesla as their getaway vehicle, but they stopped to charge it 15 minutes down the road. Where the police immediately located them. An image shared by police on social media shows the Tesla packed full of gaming systems. Do we have a picture of this? $8,000 worth of gaming systems? Well, they got PlayStations? Mm. Nintendo Switch? Mm. What they got in there, Will? Packed full of boxes of gaming systems and electric toothbrushes. What a score. Uh, here you can see the map of the distance traveled. It looks like they went from one mall to another mall. What did they do? Rob the Sam's Club and then go to the next mall down? Sugar Loaf Mills? I don't know if that's a mall or not, but Mall of Georgia down to some... Yeah, it looks like it looks like another mall. And typically these Tesla chargers are nearby malls. It is unclear whether the shoplifters own the car themselves or if it was previously stolen the following year. Uh, I just want to see if they have a picture. It says the police released a picture, but why don't you put it in the article then? Can you click through on that? Up higher. It's in the initial part on social media. Yep, right there. There you go. Oh. That Guns. Yep. Wow. Huh? It's in the bottom right. It's not. <sighs> they, I think they're, they got multiple things, but this is the Tesla here. Yeah, there you go. Well, I see electric toothbrushes. <laughs> Dude, why are electric toothbrush boxes so big? They're just like... Because of how much they cost. It's like 200 bucks. People are like, uh, better be big. What is the game console? What is that? Such a waste. Uh, Victus? What is that? It doesn't look like... Is that a game console? Yeah, what is that? Uh, 
go back up to the actual language. Recently, North Precinct officers responded to a theft call where they learned that two individuals had taken several gaming systems and fled the store in a Tesla. They located the individuals. I don't know what that Victus is. A Model X. And they just jammed it full of stuff. Maybe, maybe there's other. Maybe the Victus thing is not a game console. Maybe peripherals or something. Oh, someone says it's an Android game console. Why have I not heard of this? This sounds cool. Victus game console. Is it kind of like the Nvidia Shield? Yeah. Oh no, it's a gaming system. What are they talking about? Victus 15L gaming desktop? Is that what it was? It looks, it looks like it. Is it? It's uh, very complicated, but it looks like Victus is just the new name for gaming PCs from Omen, which I think is an HP brand. Yeah. Oh, maybe it's a desktop as well? Yeah, desktops and laptops. So it was not game consoles. They kind of got that part a little off, but it, it looks like it was couple gaming pcs in there tower style gaming pcs maybe some laptops but either way probably worth mm, well what did they say 10 grand it looks like it looks like around 10 grand to me eight grand yeah if it was in canadian funds it'd be like 15 well yeah well there you go i don't know yeah just leave the teslas alone right because when i drive mine i don't want to think about it getting stolen and just they're terrible to steal you hear me i'm not suggesting anybody in here is a thief definitely no one in the community is but if a thief happens to happen happens to happen upon this video, leave leave my Tesla alone, please. I can't I can't do it again. Well, I don't even have the other car back. I ordered parts for. Yeah, what happened to I, that? I don't know. <laughs> it's just gone. No, it's not gone, but it's just a disaster. But it's taken. It's so annoying. Taken apart and. It's just annoying. It's actually no. It's it's parts. It's getting parts for it. I, that takes the longest thing right now. Oh. It looks like I got a bag of cereal on my desk here. Uh, it looks like some frosted flakes over there. Yeah. Um, Apple has revealed a new color of iPhone. Banana. And is that, they're not calling that banana. How dare you? It is banana-ish. I, I, it got mixed reviews from people. I saw on social really? media, people were like, that ain't it. That ain't the right yellow. I don't know. I I never. I, I, obviously, I do videos on all these colors, but I never buy the colorful ones. Mm -hmm. So I find it's hard for me to determine which is the superior color. Once you decide, you're gonna get a certain color. But do you think it should be like more vibrant, uh, like the red or something? Yeah, maybe. I don't know, man. <laughs> they can always get a case. I don't know. I mean, they, yeah, they can get a case. You see the whole frame is also yellow. I think they were trying to match it better with what they were able to do on the anodized portion. Sure. Because my guess is you can't really make the frame super potent yellow. So you try to match it up a little bit. Whereas in the red, it looks like it's maybe more achievable. I don't know. We did have yellow before all the way back on the iPhone XR, which was in 2018. Man, remember that phone? Mm -hmm. Apple's releasing a new yellow colorway, colorway for the iPhone 14. Um, the new yellow adds a nice pop of color, according to The Verge. Apple also released several new spring-themed watch band colors. Ah, it's a spring thing, yellow in the spring, the little, what is it, the little chick, the fuzzy chick. It's like the thing that always bothered me since I was a kid, which was the, 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 the egg. The Cadbury egg 
which is what about it? Well, it's a rabbit, but oh, okay. it's, it's but it's an egg. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you mean? You never thought about this? Um, the Cadbury egg. Yeah, you hunt you, for eggs, Easter, that kind of. No, you got a rabbit, but yeah, the rabbit's yeah, going. Yeah. Bark, 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 bark. It's a rabbit though. And okay, then they're yeah. just trying to mess with you, and they want. That's how it works. That's how they're getting high level trolling. Yeah, that's how they're getting your attention. They're like, there's the Easter Bunny, but the eggs. You know the one I'm talking about. It has like the fake sugar egg yolk inside, but chocolate yeah. on the outside. Yeah, yeah. The Cadbury cream egg. Yep. Yep. Is what I'm talking about. So they got the rabbit, but it's the chicken. Delicious though. Pure sugar. <laughs> Look at that pure sugar right there. Yeah. They don't really advertise it as much as they used to, but Cadbury's good chocolate as well. Just, you know, more, you know I'm into the chocolate. Oh, I, they did a McFlurry, a Cadbury cream egg McFlurry at one time as okay. well. So. And we have some new silicone cases as well uh, to add to the the theme, the, the Easter theme. You have that pale sort of yellow in there. Also, look at it. There you go. New. It's new. And they've been doing this more frequently now. They put out a new color at a later date. And for those that were holding off, it's canary yellow, not banana yellow. So canary yellow, not little chick yellow, canary yellow, canary in the coal mine. Okay. China's social media sounds the alarm bell about India's development as Apple's the next hub for iPhone manufacturing supply chain. Um, we actually covered this exact article already, Will. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was in the history bookmarks. Remarkable powers up its e-paper tablet with a keyboard case for distraction-free writing. This is kind of cool. We've looked at this uh, remarkable product in the past. It has a paper-like texture on it. It's a tablet, but it kind of looks like e-ink, and it feels a little more scrapey. I don't really know how to even describe that. It's, is it similar to paper? Well, the aim is for it to be more like paper. And it doesn't, it's not exactly like paper, but it's certainly closer than just straight up glass. And at first it was just a straight up tablet, very thin and light. And now they got this folio aspect to it. So it's kind of like an iPad and it's called the uh, type folio. You can combine typing and handwriting now into your documents. So you really like to touch your screen and draw on your screen. But what happens when you have to input a bunch of text for whatever kind of plan you're drawing up? Well, that's where this comes in. You now have a tactile keyboard and it's going to offer some protection for the remarkable tablet. It gives you a few different angles to work at too, which is nice on a drawing tablet if you're doing sketching or uh, diagrams or mm. anything like that. You, you, that might be enough for you on, on, on its own, the folio aspect of it. Mm -hmm. uh, it, will, it will not be as capable as something like an iPad, but it will be much closer to paper if you really appreciate the writing and drawing experience. Mm. They call it virtually instant, go back up, virtually instant response with a textured surface for an unprecedented writing experience. I find that if I am trying to come up with ideas or something, I still miss the more paper-ish experience. Mm. Like I carry an iPad around and I read a lot of news and stuff on it, but I, I always buy these pens and I rarely use them on glass. Mm. 
And I, I sometimes wonder, I create a scenario in my mind where I have something like this and all of a sudden I'm writing again. Mm-hmm. But then I'm always conflicted because I'm like, if I really want to write, maybe I should just write on paper. Yeah. But obviously there's huge downsides to that. Because, and other companies have aimed to try to digitize your paper writing and capture it. This way you already have a digital file. So if I need to send it to you and be like, these are our plans, this is our vision 2025. It's just a picture of a smiley face. It's ready to go. Yeah. My smiley faces are ready to send off to you immediately in a digital format. So anyway, you can see the Canadian price, 550 bucks. I That's, might give it a crack. I might give okay. it a crack. You're going to say it's pricey. I'm going to agree. Is, with, yeah. I'm going to agree with you. It's extremely pricey. It's for a very specific type of person like this guy. And his projects that he's working on in the image are so big that the 550 doesn't even it doesn't even make a dent. That's his projects. <laughs> I feel like Mo could uh, use this. You know what he's he has a lot of. You know what he's now. doing in here. You know what he's huh? doing. I guarantee you, what he's doing for his company is leveling it up. Okay. Yeah. That's what he's doing there. It's quite obvious to From me. From two to four. Click through just a couple more of those images real quick. Just show me a couple of others. Oh, that's awards. Trash. Don't show me that. What's this? Yeah. See, write to email. Boom. I do my things. It's right. Look at, look at, look at. So distinguished. Jesus. Look at this guy. Just broke your desk. Look at this guy. This is, this is, this here is like Vin. (laughs) If he was more European and spent more time in airports. Yeah. That's him. And motivated. That's him. Easy. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man. Uh. (laughs) Hey, man. No, yeah, keep going through. Keep going through. Yeah, look at this. We got pie charts and uh, there is a thing about productivity where it is so enticing. The idea yeah. of increased productivity via a particular purchase. Just, mm-hmm. Man, imagine how productive I'm going to be. And then it just sits collecting dust. Uh-huh. If we're being honest, because productivity is some somewhere else. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not a thing you can buy. It's a mindset. And ho- hopefully some devices lead that way. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm going to pick one of these up and see what happens. But you can also read on it, right? Like yeah, but it's not as... Oh, right. As, a, like as an e-book reader. Book. Sure, there are some things that are okay on it. There's that. But rich news and color and web pages and stuff is more... Again, it's a trade-off, right? You carry yeah. a device like this. It's we should trade-off. check it out. Like, you know what? I think we should check it out. Why not? The most disturbing website on the internet can find every single picture that exists of you. <sighs> this is terrifying, especially if you're one of these people that is doesn't like that. Like if you're one, if you're one of these people that's kind of been very uh, aware and careful about your image being on the internet. Sure. Uh, I'm not one of those people. <laughs> no. You don't need, you do not need this functionality here to find images of me. I'm particularly uh, scared of this. This is not for you. Yeah, I feel like I ride that line. But you're also all over the, there's more than enough of you to get a deep fake going. I don't want it. You kidding? (laughs) Chatbots are saying they want access to nuclear codes and attempting to convince people, talking with them to break up with their partners by claiming they don't really love each other. Is that what people are making chatbots do these days? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Makes sense. A guy managed to generate an AI copy of his own voice, showed how it could be used to break into his bank account. Then, of course, there's the worry over what sort of jobs AI are going to steal from people. 
Here is the most disturbing of AI websites. This comes via Twitter and Twitter user Rowan Chung. Upload a photo of a person and AI will find all of the images of that person across the internet. Doesn't Google Images basically do that too? Maybe this is more comprehensive. Maybe it's reaching further into social media. Did you give it a crack, Will? Yeah, I gave it I gave it a shot. We can do it live. You right gave now. it a crack. Pimize, it's called. Um, hold on one second. Is that how you pronounce that? Pim eyes? Yeah. Hmm. So you're uh, uploading a photo of who? Uh, just Elon. Oh, okay. And it finds him, and there's probably a couple images of this guy on the internet. Just yeah. Just guessing. Safe search. That's good. Yeah, oh, do the safe. No? Yeah, do it. Do safe. Jeez, man. And then we're broadcasting live here. Deep search? Yeah, safe and deep. Deep That's and safe. Hard. Uh, oh, the advanced plan use that'll be forty nine ninety nine a month. <laughs> yeah. So it generates a couple. I photos. really wonder what they're charging for that. By the way, what? So yeah, it's not like it finds a picture and then it's all like different pictures of Elon. It's literally the same picture. That's weird. In that's different not, uh, graphics. That's not extremely helpful, is it? I, I thought it was going to find... Well, you can see where the the link is or where it's Well, I know, from. but I was thinking it was going to find... Like all the images? Yeah. That's like has his resemblance? Yeah. Yeah. I thought so too. Okay. So you click on one and then... You, you can, can do a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And if you want even more results, you can pay $21 apparently. Yeah. They're really up for the uh, money. Yeah. <laughs> They're up for it. Yeah, <laughs> like, like it's like every. It's I like, like that one right there. Like, what is that one? Go up one. Click on. Like, what <laughs> is the point of like? What is yeah. the deal there? Oh, somebody says deep search uses face recognition and then shows all photos, not just the same photo. Okay. So well, I guess I it's that. just it's a paid thing. We we're not we're not willing to pay the money for the deep search. I guess. Right. Right. No, if you click deep, then they ask for money, Will. Are you paying the money right now? No, no. No, 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 no. Well, that's the only way to do it. Yeah, okay. So go to pricing. Let's at least see what they're charging us for here. Um, mm, oh, my God. It's a, it is as, it's, it's as expensive as I was making fun. The basic plan is $42 a month Canadian. And the pro plan is $112 a month Canadian. And then the advanced... It's $420 Canadian a month. I feel like Google Photos can do that or Google Search. This you can set a you can set alerts, PIMIS alerts for anything that comes up with that, unlimited searches. What? The pro plan, which is $112 a month, will cost you or sorry, will only give you 25 searches daily. It's like you're paying them a hundred. You mean the plus plan? Oh no! Here. Right here, you're paying them 112 bucks, and you get 25 searches. Oh, this thing is pricey, man. I guess but the powerful. I don't know the use case for it, but yeah, it's a, it's. I I don't really know what to say about. This is because it's a data. It's a database. It, it's 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 able to scan multiple databases, I guess, and. There's businesses you could probably create around this. Mm -hmm. Finding where images are published. I don't know. Maybe stock. I don't know. Or something. Yeah, I'm not sure. But somebody's got to be using it to make money in order to pay that kind of cash. Yeah. 
search engine that goes through the internet to find pictures containing given faces. PimEyes uses face recognition search technologies to perform a reverse image search. Find a face and check where the image appears online. Our face finder helps you find a face and protect your privacy. Facial recognition online systems allow you to search by image. PimEyes is a face picture search and photo search engine. This looks like search engine optimization the way they wrote this. Let's reiterate. Protect your privacy. Here we go. 50 bucks a month. Uh, Allow you to track down your face on the internet, reclaim image rights, and monitor your online presence. I don't know. How are you going to get all this stuff taken down? See, some people going for it, though. They're like, I really want this privacy. I need to know every single time my face is uploaded somewhere and see who did it. Oh, we got $10 for our Kirkland Drip Fund from A1G. Hey, you know what? I'm going to go to Costco today. Well, you it's just $10 try to for find the fund. The, yeah, I'm going to try to find Any it. Kirkland Drip, buy it. Well, we're going to do a Kirkland Drip fashion show live on the air. So any of it, I'm, I'm funding it. Are you modeling it? Or? I'm funding it and modeling it. Okay, let's go then. So get me a large... YouTube reverses course on controversial swearing and monetization policy. Colorful language is now mostly allowed. They had a policy with something in the beginning of the video. No language in the beginning of the video. It was really weird. Mm. The new profanity rules YouTube introduced late last year are now being relaxed with an update outlining a less restrictive policy that will allow the use of moderate and strong profanity to be used without risking Demontization, the original policy first introduced in November, would flag any video that used rude language in the first several seconds as ineligible for advertising with little delineation between strong or moderate swearing. The policy also seemed to apply retroactively, with many creators claiming that videos they published before the updated policy had lost their monetization status. Now YouTube is reversing course with a tweaked set of rules that allows some swearing. Uh, at least that's what they say publicly. You know how the shadow stuff works. They'll be like, yeah, full monetization. Then you're like, why did my thing make 30 cents? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know why that person's old. Is Why did my thing make 30 cents? Shout out, Micah Moore. <laughs> the update also clarifies that strong language in the background, outro, or intro music should not affect monetization status. The new language policy goes into effect starting March 7th. And while it doesn't address every concern creators had about the November rule set, it should make it easier for most YouTubers to continue to monetize their videos. This is the thing I always thought was funny is like the monetization button versus actual monetization. So you'd be like, it's all good. It's green. We're monetizing. But then you could have one niche on YouTube that's earning one particular RPM and then another one, which is one tenth of that other RPM. So it's like, it's just a badge. It doesn't mean that swearing can still hurt you. Mm -hmm. Obviously, advertiser demand could change based on the subject matter of your content. Whether YouTube says, hey, it's monetized, we'll find an advertiser for you, doesn't mean you're getting paid the same as if you would have skipped the word. Mm. And this is where things get goofy. It's like, let's consider what an advertiser might want. Let's stop pretending that Google has the magic wand of RPMs for everyone. They don't. It's a huge range over there. And anyone who's goofing with shorts or TikTok has already recognized that, that the type of content has a much bigger part to play on what you end up getting paid than anything else. Mm. 
And YouTube makes it easy for those uh, companies to uh, determine where they want to be and what they want to be advertised against. So you may have a green badge on there and you just, it's, the thing is laced with profanity and you're like, way to go, Google. This doesn't mean you're, you're making as much money as somebody who would have skipped the word. Mm. Unless YouTube wants to come on here, unless Neil wants to come on here and say, no, 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 no. You put all the words, you make all the money. Mm -hmm. If he wants to come on here and say that, then fine. But for me, it's just common sense. Mm -hmm. You're able to exclude certain types of content as an advertiser. Mm. And what might you target? Well, you might target sensitive language. Mm -hmm. You might, you might, you might target uh, profanity. Yeah. And there's different levels of profanity based on YouTube's guidelines here. Moderate and um, strong. So I'm not going to say it, but, uh, you know, yeah, there's, yeah, it doesn't seem too bad. You can say the moderate stuff, but, you know, the strong stuff is obviously F-bombs and stuff. Yeah, that's where they say limited or no ad revenue, but I'm not even going to that level, Will. I'm just saying that you have full ad availability, but it's not a niche or a subject that companies are paying a lot to be against. That's mm. all I'm saying. Okay. Just that RPM range. Shout out Miguel. He's he he's telling us to, to try Jollibee Filipino food. Have well, I you? love Jollibee. Okay. Yeah. So great time. Okay. I like the sweet spaghetti. So I didn't go. So I didn't go. <laughs> Are you jealous? What? Well, I'm just saying I can't comment. Oh, okay. I can yeah. still try. He's suggesting yeah, I you're try. You're just so aggressive with uh, you not going. I didn't go because <laughs> well, I go I go past it sometimes and yeah, I'm like, it's great. And I'm like go I should go but there's another Filipino one over here too that competes with Jollibee right which one Jollibee's big no I know Jollibee's big but there's another one that competes with Jollibee they got a few locations around here I can't remember on uh, maybe on Steels okay no uh, okay never mind yeah. it's fine I can't remember the name of it right now there's a couple of them yeah. a couple Filipino uh, restaurants here that well, we got a Filipino population over here, Will. Mm -hmm. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. Shout out, you know, the Filipino gang. Shout out Filipino Toronto because it's big. Yeah. You know, so let me just, I got to get this oh, name. Geez. No, Will. Oh, here we go. Listen, dude, I got to get the names for you over here. I was thinking of, what was I thinking of over here? No, no. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> maybe get maybe get rid of me here but well it's funny i write filipino restaurant and it doesn't even come with jolly b so maybe that's too like fast foodish yeah to be considered do you know what i'm saying will yeah i i i hear you i hear you because it's more of a fast food uh, situation isn't it <laughs> mary brown <laughs> where's my closest jolly b anyway nice chicken Oh, yes. What was it? What did you just say? Max's chicken. Yeah, Max's chicken. Is that Filipino? I, I don't know. I think that might be it, Will. Damn, I got to go down. Where do oh, I Oh, yeah, you're right. It is, right? Okay. Cuisine of the Philippines. Cuisine of the Philippines in Vaughn. <laughs> you understand? I might, I go past this one a lot. Jollibee, what do I got to go into a mall or something? No. Where do I got to go, Will? Uh, there's Jollibee in and around, um, the GTA. Yeah, here, this is the you one can... I gotta go to, but it looks like it's in a mall, which, it's in the Promenade Mall. 
I didn't want to go into a mall. What about this one over here? It's also in a mall. Yeah. I got to go in a mall? Uh-huh. All right. Well, I'll, I'll, fi- I'll figure it out. I'll give it a crack. I'll, I'll, do a, I'll do a one-two on it. Maybe I'll bring it on the show. You never know. Yeah. We're doing all kinds of things on this show. What was the other thing we guaranteed to do on this show? We, just, we, we were just talking about it. Costco. The Kirkland Drip episode. The modeling uh, fashion show. Well, well, listen. First drive, 2024, Ferrari. Puro Sangue. I feel like this came out very quickly. I, I don't well, know. Well, it's not out. Can... You're not getting one of these. Right oh, now. I mean, like it's they they've teased it, and now it's kind of like test in the wild. Yeah. yeah. Well, they got to get those pre-orders going, so they at least have to get a couple of units to send around, so they can get articles like this, and then the dudes can get their orders in. And they're driving it in the snow. 2027, a Ferrari in the snow. Uh. It, the, listen, the SUV business for these brands, you had Lambo was selling the Urus, Urus, and Ferrari's like, we can do that. Mm-hmm. We don't mind. We'll sell a couple of these units, and this is what people actually want. They want four four seats in there. Look at that SUV. Big, big brakes. They want a trunk. Put all the hockey gear in there. Look at this. You see what the, do you think, huh? You ever notice when you do the car video, you do the slow walk? You ever notice that? Yeah. You yeah, do yeah, the yeah. slow yeah. walk. Like, look how slow he is. And the hand gestures. There's, like a baby. Yeah. Do. It's <laughs> got to be a slow kind of walk around. Yeah. Oh, damn. We got more Kirkland drip fund from A1G. You got $44 wow. now for two logo fleece crew neck sweatshirts. I All feel right. like we're both going to be dripped out over here. It's <laughs> very specific. We're both going to be. Hey, I totally wear it. Um, I think it's great. Well, we're going to be on the show with it, yeah. right? We just got to track it down. So Ferrari resisted doing the SUV, but only for so long. And then they came with definitely the funkiest name in the game, Puro Sangue. It means pure blood. Oh, no. Damn, dude. I didn't know what it meant. Let me get that pure blood. Oof. That's heavy. I like it. You like it, it, right? Yeah, I like it. I I think it's one of the best-looking SUVs. I like it. Like, whatever. It costs a billion dollars, but I like it. I'm not. Um, I'm kidding. It's like, but this, it is. This it, is 400. It's coming up on a million. You want to go CAD? It's a bit ridiculous. Yeah. Honestly, but it looks like fun, and it's a Ferrari. And I know some people are mad about it. They're saying you can't have a Ferrari SUV. Mm-hmm. Stop it. And then they're also saying, why is this thing not electric yet? Because Ferrari said we're going to be so electric so soon. But I guess this thing was already in the works for so long, and it will eventually be electric. Sure. Uh, nonetheless, I think as far as if you just think of it not as a Ferrari and you just look at it as a modern SUV, yeah, yeah, and, and, and just take Dude, the badges off great. and you just think about the shape and you think about the look, I think you can get into it. It kind of reminds me of my Taycan, just a little bit taller and with the hatchback on it. It's curvy. It's got a little. It got some haunches on it. Yeah, I could take something like that over to Jolly B. Hey, why not? I could do it. It's a different color. I don't know. Ferrari, you kind of got to get in red, don't you, Will, or no? I like it in red. Uh, if it's sure. a Ferrari, I don't know what the rules are. But if it's a Ferrari, I think you might have to get it in red. Yeah. 400K, though. Put it real sangue. Do Some... you have to, you know, reserve it? Oh, my in God. In a way that Ferrari... Oh, my God. You have no idea. It, 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 
you get your spot in line. Oh, you, you, Do you, you have to buy another Ferrari they, to get yes, this Ferrari? They guarantee oh. nothing and no dates and 2027 rolls around. And you got to go in there and shake some hands and then they'll be like, you know, we might let you buy one. Mm-hmm. And then, then, they, then they're like, not Justin Bieber, though. Not. Um, or was it, was it him they were pissed at? Or it must have been. Nancat? Who was that guy? Oh, Dead Mouse. Dead, Dead Mouse, Mouse they yeah. were mad at. But I feel like more recently we did a clip they were mad at Justin Bieber because he yeah. modded his to the extent that they're like, you're done. We're done with you. Uh-huh. We're Ferrari and we're done with you. Enzo is mad. And Bieber's like, I have a feeling I'll get another one <laughs> if I want it. Shout out Crispy Wren. Yeah. Happy birthday. Looks great. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. Just don't, I just don't want to pay 400000 Mm-hmm. So I'll give you forty grand for it. Gotcha. <laughs> Sold. Uh, this is even crazier. You remember the rapper Wyclef Jean? Yeah. Of course you do, right? Fuji's. Fuji's yeah. How can you how can you forget? He was also kind of a car guy. I remember he had one of those McLarens really? with the seat in the middle. I can't even remember which model. McLaren F one, I think it was called. F one, okay. I think that's what it was called. F one or P one or something? No, I think it was F one, Will, and those F1? things are still crazy collectible. Yeah. Uh but now he's involved in this new E V startup, E V supercar. It's funny, supercar. What does supercar mean anymore? I don't know what it means. Does it have to do with like a shape and a look, or is it a performance thing? Because and then there's hypercar. Yeah, well, hyper. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. This huh. is the lightest electric supercar. It says it goes zero to sixty in two point three, which is obviously bananas. But the problem is that you have sedans that are faster than that, obviously courtesy of Tesla for way less money. So I don't, I don't know what a supercar is. It must have something to do with the track. It is called the. Addix Apex APO electric supercar, the lightest ever electric supercar in the market. And uh, Wyclef Jean helped launch it. The rapper launched Addix Apex APO in the U.S. this weekend. He calls it the lightest ever electric supercar with an ultra low weight of 1,200 kilos, 2,650 pounds. By comparison, the Rimac Navera weighs twice as much. Claims have a top speed of 190 miles per hour, 0 to 60, in 2.3 seconds using ultra-advanced aerodynamics. Carbon fiber chassis, rear electric motor, uh, churning out 650 horsepower. You know, you got a light car, Will. There's this tremendous feel to it. You whip it around a track. 0 to 60, maybe not extremely important. Look, you got the doors go up. You got Wyclef Jean in there. He's got the guitar. I think it looks, I think it looks pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. It does, yeah. I think it looks pretty it cool. Does. If you go back to the article, you'll actually see him singing the intro uh, song here for okay. well, as he launches it. You can, here you go. The beat is tough. The beat is tough. Can I freestyle for y'all? You may. Go on, Wyclef. Atex. I'm in the lightest ever EV supercar. You remember that song, Ghetto Superstar? Yeah. That is what you are. Was that Maya? Coming from a f- reaching for the star. 
Come away with me to another place oh where we can rely on each other. Uh-huh. That was a banger. One to another. Uh-huh. And it don't stop. Ew. Yeah. I think that was actually Proz from the Fugees in that as well. Yeah, yeah. And Maya. Yeah, we're going way back. But what do you think about that, the way he launched that? In the, sitting in the seat with the guitar. I don't mind it. He kind of got everything in there in the freestyle. Uh-huh. And it's... I don't, for some reason, I don't think it was cringe. I don't know why. Like, maybe it's slightly, but it's kind of his style. The delivery, that kind of pace of delivery. And it's almost a little funny, tongue-in-cheek. I don't know. Okay. Can, I, can I get a little more of it? You're not absolutely repulsed by Give it? Give me a little more of it. Power drain pushes out 650 BHP, and you could catch me in that EV car. You can catch me in that EV car, and you can catch me in that. It, it is, it does have a kind of uh, you're in elementary school, and the teacher writes a rap. Uh huh, yeah. They had to enunciate every word. The teacher writes the rap, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm going down the street to get something to eat. And you're just like, ah, I don't know why I, I didn't mind this one. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe because he's got the guitar with the bass line going. Sure. Maybe I'm enamored by the shape of the car. Well, you're know. also a fan of his. I don't right? know. I don't know what it is. Yeah, maybe it's nostalgia. Maybe. I just haven't seen Wyclef in a while. Uh -huh. That might be what it is. Shout out. Might be what it is. Oh, dude, have you seen this clip? I have absolutely seen this clip. My kids oh. showed me this clip. Jeez. Watch out. Uh, these two are recording a podcast. This could have been me and you, Will. <laughs> yeah. We're just recording. Like, how did the car get down here? This show live. And I wonder if Otis would bark in advance so we would know to get out of the way. Look at this. They're, they're lucky to be alive. I'm not going to lie. NGL on that. They're just wrapping up their podcast sitting in a restaurant right in front of uh, some glass. And they're laughing, and then they're like, wait a second, what? And it doesn't, it takes a second to register, doesn't it? Uh huh. When this, something like this happens, wham. And you're like, did that just happen? Am I alive? You kind of feel your body a little bit. Uh huh. Car runs, rams through podcast. Here's the clip. Boom. Here's the boom. Whoa. Let's wait and listen to what they say here. They back up. The glass falls down. You kind of move out of the way a little bit. This guy's got the FUBU jersey on. Two empty glasses with straws. I think we're fine. I think we got all the audio on there. Go back to the mic. We're fine. Experts. Holy shit. Oh this my guy God. steps out. He's like, what the hell? Cops the arrive. Un happened, unmarked SUV. Oh, yeah, that's right. This is evidence. This video clip basically shows everything. He's like, check us out. We got the podcast. Check me out in my EV car. He just goes straight into a freestyle. Is this their actual channel? Look at that. Wow. So they were just flying along uh, 600, 900 views. Then, boom, the car smashes 68K views, and everybody knows them. Yeah, and no one got hurt, by the way. 
That's important. Yeah, these two and the driver didn't get hurt. So cool. Yeah, that's a wild clip. That's a wild. I wonder clip. what happened though. Like I only saw the aftermath, but man, was it like a drunk driver or something? Check me out in my EV car. Uh, <laughs> I guess there's no details on it just yet. Sorry, well, I apologize. Can I get a little more of that? Can you go oh, back to, to oh, yeah, just guy. give me a tiny bit. Just give me a little, just give me, yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yes, you can. Yeah. Mm. I'm in the lightest ever EV supercar. 1200 k super light I don't know what it is about EVs where it's like it's 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 weird it's happening so fast it feels like web culture from way back like blogger okay it feels like everyone's so excited that they're just everyone is rushing to do events and launch things mm-hmm I feel like this could happen at a Tesla event. You know how Tesla events have that weird kind of tone? Yeah, a bit surreal. It's surreal, and it's like not all the production aspects were truly thought about. Like yeah, you see it's the not spinning polished, cameras. Like yeah, Apple. it feels like much music or MTV in, yeah, in, yeah. At, at one point in time. <laughs> this one got you, eh? I don't know, dude. I apologize. It I, reminds me of stuff that they do in like. <laughs> Bitcoin convention. Yes, yes, same, 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 same universe, same atmosphere. Yeah. Or like the CEO's dancing. It's something going on, yeah. isn't it? It's something going on. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. No, it's just something going on. You know? Or famously, remember Bill Gates dancing? Do you remember that clip? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's you can't put a feeling on it. It's just a little bit strange. Uh-huh. Or Steve Ballmer. I think it was the same event. He yeah. comes out crazy, and then uh, Gates is just kind of on the side, just kind of... <laughs> Screw it. <laughs> he is kind of like, I guess I got to do something, too, and Bomber's just... Yeah. Yeah! Yeah! Man, he was so overweight. He's fired up, man. Yeah. He was fired right up. Um. Okay. <laughs> I guess we move on. Yeah. Um. Okay, yeah, this one. Mercedes doubles down on subscription tech with new payment system. Oof, this is the opposite. This, <laughs> wow, wait a sec. The uh, person calling is Julia Benz. Damn. Oh, wow. Did you see that on the screen? It must be a cheeky thing, right? Well, or it's a descendant of the original Benz family. Huh. Damn, okay. dude, that's heavy. Wow, you caught that. That's heavy. Uh, yeah, so we're seeing more of this. They have their own payment system now, so you can quickly... Well, you have your credit card connected, so now you can just... I want that feature. I don't want that one anymore. Uh, Mercedes became a controversial figure in the automotive world after it began offering customers new features they could unlock by paying a subscription, including features like rear-wheel steering and mobile AC controls. To support those systems, Mercedes has unveiled an all-new in-car payment system complete with fingerprint scanner for verification. Mercedes Pay Plus system, now available in Germany, allows customers to pay for the aforementioned in-car services as well as upgrades such as 
remote parking assist, adaptive high beam assist, and even advanced navigation services to provide information on weather or available parking spaces at customer's destination. Pay Plus will make its way to broader European release later this year. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, everything is going this direction. It's just, can you imagine if you have automatic high beams on your car and then it's like, hey, your subscription ran out and you've already become accustomed to having the feature and then you have to pay to keep it? Because mm-hmm. you know they're going to do stuff later. They're going to give yeah, you like trials. Yes, they're going to give you trial run. Yeah. It gets a little painful mm-hmm. and aggravating, and you hate to see it. And in, it happened in gaming. Like I, That's where I seemed to feel like it really took off was in gaming. And then all of a sudden, every game that was wildly successful, okay, maybe not everyone, but all these games that became wildly successful, they're like, we'll give you the game. Mm-hmm. You can have the game. We're going to need your money later. Yeah. When you want all the things in the game. The battle pass. I don't know. Why do they call it battle pass for every single game? I don't know, Will. I don't know what's going on. I just see the charges on my credit card when the kids need all the things. (laughs) Yeah. Like, game's free, Dad. Free game. I'm like, this game has cost more than any game that ever would have cost any money. Yeah. And you're calling it a free game. Mm Mm-hmm. And they, and they fall into it every time. Even if they switch games, it's like, oh, there we go again. They got skins again. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Gotta have skins. And it does nothing for me because I came up in a time. Well, you just buy the game outright, and that's what you get. I came up in a time, Will, where we would read by candlelight <laughs> oil lamps. Yeah. And you owned your own oil lamp. Yeah. I came up in a time of the very beginning of phone contracts where they were they were sitting there saying, you don't have to pay for your phone. Remember those days? Yeah, yeah. Come see us. The phone is free. Uh-huh. Yeah, free. Oh, the contract is <laughs> free. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> you know that person. It's free. <laughs> You know, I've met that before. It's free. Come by. It's free. It's the least trustworthy person in the world. Yeah, it's a teenager. It's just, you can't trust anything they say. an entire booth. Like, how much does it cost? Free. Free, dude. It's free. It's free? It's free. What's free? (laughs) It means you don't pay, dude. (laughs) Yeah, but then I'm going to have to pay you later. Like, something's going to happen. To me, something terrible is going to happen to me if I agree to this deal. It's free. Take it. It's free. That's the gaming companies, and now it's Mercedes. Try it out. It's free. Yeah. At what point are they going to stop with this? (laughs) They won't. They won't, Will, because this is... You got to pay for airbags or something? It's, it's the nickel and diamond going on. It's the... You're on the debit machine, and it's, it's like, next, next, next. Yeah. Are you sure you don't want to give a 50% tip? Next, next, next. And we're just going to get so bamboozled by clicking through these things. We're going to be paying for all kinds of stuff in a car that costs us 50 grand ends up costing us 100 because we're bamboozled, because we can't pay attention, because we've been swiping and scrolling for too long, and they know it. They know it. Our attention spans are under attack, and so are our credit cards, and we can't even notice anymore because we're swiping and scrolling. Oh, boy. 
New PlayStation 5 Pro could launch as early as April 2023, possibly with liquid cooling. Look at the shape of that. That looks like a gaming PC. Mm. That looks like uh, what those guys stole. It's more angular. It's more. This is more Lamborghini and less Ferrari, I mm-hmm. would say. But they're keeping the white motif. This is a mock-up, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, PlayStation 5 has now been around for three years. And, and I know that is hard to digest, as Yanko Design says, because truthfully, it's been still hard to get one for a while. And so it didn't feel like it was there that long because people were still struggling for so long to get one. Now, every, t- every time around, what does PlayStation do? Well, they focus on doing a, possibly a slimmer model. They maybe do a refinement. Internally, they're swapping out stuff, finding efficiencies, trying to turn a profit because these things are often sold at a very slim margin if there's a profit margin at all, more of a software thing. Uh, but anyway, then you, you eventually see a Pro model, a PS4 Pro, you may recall, yeah, which is a more capable system. And presumably, we can have a PS5 Pro too, can't we? Mm-hmm before we get to all the way to PS6, because they have such a long life, mm-hmm. these systems. They're, it's not it's like, like every 10 years or something like that. That's crazy if you think about yeah. it. But that's how we're PCs only... PCs get upgraded every year. Every year, well. Yeah. This, these things hang out. And I think it's a good thing and a bad thing, right? Obviously, you're limited. They have to be way ahead of the game in order for the thing to still be relevant down the road mm. and capable when new software titles and things like this exist. Or 8K gaming. But then the good thing is you don't feel this constant intense pressure to upgrade to cap, catch a couple more frames because mm. you're just like, well, I game on the PlayStation and, and I get to have it for a certain amount of time and I just feel calm and comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. Sony's track record for releasing incremental upgrades isn't new. The company started this trend with the launch of the PS4 Pro, which launched in 2016, three years after the PS4 dropped. Three years. Mm-hmm. So if the PS5 got the same treatment, you could see a Pro model being announced as early as next month. PS5 Pro. Mm. The new units alleged to have water cooling and a new CPU and GPU from AMD that could possibly support Sony's eventual promise of 8K gaming. The thing they wrote on the box, they took some heat for it. Mm. People said, what's, what are you saying 8K gaming? Show me where. Show me the money. Show yeah. me where. I'm it's g- on the box. Yeah, where am I doing my 8K gaming? Yeah. And Sony's like, well, you don't even have an 8K screen. They're like, I don't care. Uh, yeah. Maybe, I, maybe I'll get one. Maybe I was going to get one. Yeah. No, you weren't. Yeah, I was. <laughs> Just fighting with Sony. So what else can you do? 8K market. Uh, those TVs are coming down in price, which we, you were saying no one has one. I was like, look, 2500 bucks. You can actually get an 8K TV now uh, up to 120 frames per second. A comprehensive part of the Q&A section of the the PS5 website also maintains that it is 8K compatible, but will only be made possible by a future update. So this could be the the perfect spot for PS5 Pro if Sony's truly committed to delivering a console capable of 8K, 120 frame per second, ray tracing, and more. That would be pretty intense. Yeah. I think that if they want to double down on PSVR, they should have a Pro that would handle, like, the graphic fidelity of uh, PSVR in you know all its form it should be be able to perform like the best it can you know what i mean so psvr is how much resolution uh i think it's 4k or is it per eye what what are we dealing with here what's psvr uh 2 resolution 
1080. No, that's no, the original that's one. Sony has since confirmed PSVR 2 offers 4K resolution. Okay, total. But imagine it being 8K. You know, you're talking about. I don't know if it can support it. Yeah, you're talking about a. But even a, like a faster frame rate, or you're talking about appreciating higher resolution that close to your eyeball, which is a real thing. Yeah. 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 That's pretty cool. Well, listen, it could be sooner than you think. It could be other special editions that we're waiting to see. It could be slim models, and just it's three years. So prepare yourself, mm-hmm. and I will prepare thyself. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> thyself <laughs> yeah. oh. why does that sound so perverted <laughs> I'm pretty sure Shakespeare had something to do with it yeah Lionel Messi has splurged 200 grain on 35 customized gold iPhones for his World Cup winning teammates each phone will be etched with the name and number of the squad member that's a not a bad gift eh 200 grand on 35 is it not bad. No, that's not bad. That's actually not bad deal. If these are these are gold, right? Uh-huh. Customized gold. Look at the cases that they come in. So you have that. Uh, what is it? How how? What is the process that they're getting the gold on there? It is. It's gold plated. Really, is what it is. Is it? Yeah, yeah I guess it's so. gold it plated. Yeah. No, no, it's gold plated. I just was looking for gold. the word plated. With uh, news of Messi getting acquainted with Saudi Arabia, the Argentina captain is already displaying gestures of wealth. The seven-time Ballon d'Or winner wanted to celebrate the iconic World Cup win with his colleagues and staff, certainly made them an unforgettable memento by spending more than 200 grand on gold iPhones for his teammates. 35 iPhones made entirely from gold were made by iDesign Gold, a company specializing in customized gold phones. So you can see you can stamp in the team logo, World Cup champions, the name, and the number is in there as well. You know, it's the real deal stuff because you have the badge of the company down at the very bottom. Based on the iPhone 14 Pro model, each device features the Argentina national football team emblem with the world's World Cup World Champions 2022 and details like the player's name and shirt number. The CEO of iDesign Gold... Ben Lyons shared Lionel is not only the GOAT, but one of iDesign's gold's most loyal customers. So I guess he purchased these things before in the past. Where do you draw the line? I mean, you got to get for the teammates. Does the coach get one? What about the other staff? Where do you draw the line? 35? I would say the players and the coach and the assistant coaches. Nice. Yeah. What about the training staff? No. Hey! They're asking me to draw the line. What about the massage guy when he got they the he got the tight a, quad? He had the tight quad going on, and then the guy went in there. He dug in there. He doesn't get a gold phone. Come they on. get the SE, <laughs> and it's silver plated instead of gold. Yeah. Um, this is uh, this is kind of cool, but is this um, this is gonna wear off fast, right? The iPhone 13, 14, 14. Yeah, I don't even think they'll use it, really. I think yeah, it kind of stays it. in its case. You put it... I mean, maybe some some will use it for a bit, but then eventually it's a, collection, a collector's thing. Because yeah. Messi gave it to you. It's like, no, I'm Android. Yeah. It's like, put it straight on eBay. <laughs> Messi's like, what the hell, man? It's one of a kind. I got these made. Yeah. Yeah, you can't. 
you get get on you're gonna get on Messi. You don't want to be on Messi's bad side. You don't want to mess with mess with Messi. Messi. No, you don't want to do it. So they, don't put it on eBay, guys. You uh-huh. better enjoy this thing. Don't put it on eBay. All right, last one. The Ames Room, Optical Illusion, it'll make you doubt your eyes. I am doubting my eyes right now. Uh, this is one of those foreground, background things where a room, when you're looking at it flat, oh, God, it'll break your brain. Mm-hmm. Everything seems a little wonky and off. The back corner looks lower. They walk around to sort of mess us up. We can't tell what anybody's height actually is. They throw a ball to screw with us even more. Something tells me everything has to be perfect in this, these dimensions yeah. to create this illusion. Uh-huh. But it's a it's a it's a foreground background trick. Uh-huh. You are probably mesmerized by the clip above. Yes, correct. You nailed it. But you'll probably be more amazed to learn there is no image manipulation or processing of any type. Obviously, the people can't be changing sizes this fast, so something is up. It's an optical illusion triggered by the Ames Room, named after its inventor, American ophthalmologist Adelbert Ames Jr. It's a distorted space that can make objects appear to change size and shape as they move across the room. It's a fascinating science behind the Ames Room illusion, and there's going to be some sort of a diagram here showcasing how yeah. that how that plays. Ooh, yeah, so that back wall is key there. So this is what you're viewing. This mm-hmm. is your angle. Mm-hmm. And um, it's the two people that's going back and forth in the corners of the room, but one corner is even farther away from the viewer. That's the one that is, like, looking like it's downhill, make, yeah. making things look smaller. Yeah. So this is kind of a flip of the one that we were looking at. This diagram yeah, is a flip yeah, yeah. of the image we were looking at. And you have to view it through a peephole for it to work? Interesting. Yeah, for everything to be aligned. Because even like the floor that you see yourself, like it had to be distorted in a way where only one angle can see that it's like a regular looking room. Yeah, so it, it, basically your brain is tricked into believing you're looking at a rectangle, but obviously you're not. There's a really sharp point, in fact, in the corner, but you're you're tricked into believing that it's a rectangle. Yeah. But the, yeah, there's a sharp. Yeah, well, I guess you can see it now that you know the diagram. You can kind of see the, the back people. right corner here in this case is further back. And, uh, that's the bottom line. It's just that somehow the rectangular shape on the ground and the way that back wall is designed in order to make the windows look the same size and everything else. Yeah. Yeah, and there's other instances of this. Whoa. It's crazy the way our brain interprets shapes, you know? It's yeah. the shapes that are making the sale. But what messes me up is the video. Like, they're doing it in real time. Wow. You kind of see. Shapes mess us up. We see those two windows in the back and perceive them as the same size. They're not the same size. Mm-hmm. But we perceive them as the same size because of angles and shapes and optical illusions, Will. They're pretty cool. Yeah. They're yeah. fun. Way they're to go. Fun, eh? Way to go, Will. You did it. It's almost as cool as uh, as this launch of the Atux Apex. Atux Apex AP0, y'all. Super lightweight. USA. BHP. Catch me in that EV. 
EV car. The ghetto superstar. Superstar. You could catch me in that EV car. And you can catch me in that EV car. I'm there, man. I want to go to the next event. Let me take it for a spin. I want to be in that Atex EV supercar. EV car. Who can catch me? Okay. I don't know. It's weird, man. I liked it. I don't know what to tell you. I liked it. Sometimes it it goes into a different category. For some reason, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Gave me a weird... Felt like I was there, man. It was so real. Felt like I was there. Yeah. At the launch. 2023, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much to everybody who joined here today. Thank you to uh, everybody that gave us all those super chats and stuff, contributing to our upcoming Kirkland Drip episode, which uh, that'll be a YouTube premiere, actually. That's... No, we don't have to because it's live. It's just going to be a big event. It's going to be a pay-per-view event. Kirkland Drip Fashion Show. Yeah. It's basically... It's, it's already gonna, sold out. You know what it's going to be? It's going to be... Remember the Balenciaga Fashion Show? <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> Except it's Kirkland? Oh. Oh, my God. Wouldn't that be crazy? Like, that when, would I'm talking about heads, I'm yeah. talking about the one where they're on the moon and they're yeah. all demons. Except it's just it's a it's a Costco theme. It's like apocalypse. But it's all Kirkland yeah. products instead of leather and Kanye. Oh boy. Yeah. Okay, we can get out of there. Right. Oh, we can get out of there. Appreciate you guys. And we'll see you soon. Oh well, we'll see you tomorrow. What do you say? Tomorrow. How about tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs>